The swirl of smoke from candles burning While Mary looked up yearning I got confirmed and I confessed I really felt that I was blessed Plus I loved my uniform So did the boy who lived next door But something changed When I became of age Things I thought were true Someday I'd break the big time Hello and welcome to Digital Free Thought Radio Hour uh, This is Dotter 5 and on the phone with us we have Wombat Say hi Wombat Hi Wombat Yeah, hey, I hear you, you're not very loud but I hear you That's good Okay, welcome to Free Thought Radio Hour. This is WOZO Radio, 103.9 LPFM, live right here in Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, today is January the 23rd, 7 p.m. If that's not the date and time where you are, then you're listening to a rebroadcast or a podcast. Um, or digital. Say what? Or you're in Central Time. That's right, could be. That's Eastern Time as we are. Digital Free Thought Radio Hour is a call-in talk radio show about atheism, free thought, rational thought, humanism, and the sciences. And conversely, we also talk about religion, religious faiths, gods, holy books, and superstition. And if you get the feeling that you're the only non-believer in Knoxville, well, you're just not. There are several atheists, free-thinking, and rationalist groups that exist right here in Knoxville, and I'll be telling you how you can connect with them right after the mid-show break. Did you know that there is also an Atheist Call-In television show broadcasting here in Knoxville and has been for over eight years now? Did you know that one, Bat? Yes, but it should not win the Golden Globe or Oscars. Oh, I, I think, think it should. the first half was really good. I think it should. I think the first half was good. The second half was a little disappointing. But spoilers still, if you've seen Unbreakable and Split, you might as well see the third one. A what? I think Samuel Jackson is worth watching. Samuel Jackson? And I think there's like, yeah, there's <laughs> no. like Bruce Willis turns <laughs> no. in. And I think, you know, it's a it's a Shyamalan movie. It's going to be I weird. I don't think you found what. the you right. You when you walked in. I don't think you found the right channel yet after all this time. Freedom of, what is it? Free Thought Forum Knoxville is a TV show that's been a, an atheist call-in TV show in Knoxville, broadcasting on Community Access TV for nearly nine years, being nine years this summer. And uh, as a matter of fact, it's going on right now. If you have Comcast, you can switch over to Channel 12 and see that it's going on in your location. It's also on Charter Channel 192. Starts at 6.30, goes on to 7.30. But we're hoping you'll just hit record <clears throat> on your DVR and listen to our show instead. Uh, it just happens that we overlap. And in spite of what Steve Martin would have you think, there are an awful lot of atheist songs out there, and you'll be hearing some of them right here on this program and generally on this station as they are in rotation. Now, um, we're supposed to have a caller here. I haven't heard from him yet. Um, are you there uh, on, what is it? Unreleased or released atheists? What's the what's your DJ name? Uh, 
Unchained. So, Thomas, tell us a little bit about yeah. yourself. Uh, you're you're uh, with the Austin, Austin Atheists, I believe? Yes, uh, Atheist Community of Austin. Uh, hold on a second. Let me plug my uh, headset into my phone. Okay. Maybe that will help a little bit. Atheist Community of Austin is becoming like the mecca of atheism in America. It does seem that way, doesn't it? And it'd be so unlike <laughs> Texas to be the mecca. All right. Well, thanks for having me call, invite me to call into the show, Larry. I'm sure. Happy to have you. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, uh, I st- just started uh, getting involved with the uh, atheist community of Austin last September, actually. Mm, okay. Uh, and at, at the same time, I started volunteering with the uh, Austin Atheists Helping the Homeless. And I started uh, also at the same time I started a Project Shoehorn, uh, which along with the Austin Atheists Helping the Homeless, they do a monthly uh, giveaways each month downtown. Uh, basic needed items, toiletries, you know, snacks, clothing, uh-huh. and whatnot. And I started Project Shoehorn, uh, its goal is to collect donated shoes that are in decent condition, uh, along with socks, to be distributed to the homeless. So, you know, it's, that's a uh, very important and an underserved item for the right. homeless. I've been, you don't, I've and been you, don't, my, you don't give them atheist sermons when you do that, do you? No. <laughs> no, <laughs> sermons of any, no sermons of any kind. All right. You do the good so, work just because it's good work. Yes, just because it's needed and somebody's got to do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but uh, and actually, the uh, ACA, uh, their library and studio is actually only about five or six blocks from where I live. You know, so yeah. I go there. I go there each uh, almost every Sunday to uh, watch their talk heathen and atheist experience yeah. broadcasts. So, uh, to, which, so to worship them, right? <laughs> no, not yeah. right. I can't even learn. I've, yeah. I've learned just in the short time I've been going up there. I've learned a good bit, good bit from them, mm, especially the talk, especially Eric and Jamie from Talk Heathen. Yeah, that's a, that's a that's a great show. I've learned a good bit yeah. from them on how to you know how to converse with theists, you know, in debates and whatnot. I've learned a few terms, you know, different like uh, different for different fallacies, like no two Scotsmen yeah. and. Other fallacies and all that. Yeah. Uh, Have you taken part in any of the shows up there? No, no, I haven't. Not yet. Just an audience member, and uh, getting more and more involved with them. So well, actually, when uh, when uh, Atheist Republic, when I first saw their uh, posting about Atheist Day on March 23rd, I approached uh, Jamie, who's the president of ACA, and to see if they had anything planned for it or if he even knew of it. And which they didn't at that time, and since then I've become the organizer for the Austin event. Yeah, well, tell, tell us about Atheist Day. How did that come about? Well, Atheist Republic uh, has initiated that as hopefully a global event uh, to show support uh, and for and solidarity amongst atheists uh, worldwide, especially those who are just coming out as atheists or those who are persecuted, you know, their lives are in danger. Uh-huh. Or, or otherwise discriminated against in any way. Uh, so Where did the uh, what was what was the cause of picking that particular date? Uh, actually, they just picked the date last year when they were talking about it. I've had several people ask that, and I wondered myself. Uh, so I'm in contact with Jim Jim Majors from Atheist Republic, uh-huh. and I I asked him about it, and he said that was just a day they picked. So mm-hmm. nothing significant about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, March twenty third, you said. Yes, March twenty third. Okay, everybody, mark I'm, it on your calendar. Save the date. Yeah. We'll march. Yeah, I'm, working on, <laughs> yeah, I'm working on organizing an event at the Capitol 
I was trying to get for the capital steps, but the steps are already reserved. Oh, really? So I'm shooting, so I'm shooting for an area of the capital lawn. I've got, uh, two speakers on board for certain, Eric Murphy from Talk Heathen and Tracy Harris from Atheist Experience. Cool. And then as a, and a, a third possibility, a very good possibility is Reggie Beloved. He is the founder of Haitian Free Thinkers, Free Thinkers. You know, I've got, he lives in Georgia and I've got him on board to possibly come. So yeah. there's a very good chance he'll be able to come and be a part of it as well. What about Matt? Is he going to make it? I'm not sure. I haven't talked to Matt, with Matt about it yet to see whether he's going to be yeah. there for it or not. I'm not planning on having him as a speaker, just as Eric and Tracy and Reggie. Uh-huh. But it'd be nice if Matt showed up too. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. Well, very good. We're trying to organize some some things here. Uh, we had a, a kind of a help the homeless thing over the Christmas area, Christmas time. Cool. But uh, I don't really know what they have coming up shortly. Uh, we recently ter- uh, changed from a meetup to a 501c3, so we're happy about that, and we can do a lot more yeah. for the community uh, yeah. coming from That's a, really awesome. a nonprofit area. But right. uh, it's still in the infancy. We have it's been less than a year, about six months since we've turned. So uh, right. a lot of stuff is still in the works. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really awesome. Yeah. The Atheist Community of Austin is a 501c3 also. Oh, real good. You've been over yeah. to the library and the, the clubhouse, as it were. Um, mm-hmm. I've been wanting to get something like that going here in Knoxville. We have s- several disparate atheist groups, um, but none mm-hmm. of them have a home. We just meet at, uh, like, a college campus or a, a bar or... Uh, in a rented venue, uh, right. I'd really right. like to get some kind of home going so that we wouldn't have to keep moving our stuff or packing it and unpacking right. it and just have a home. Uh, can you tell us right. a little bit about the library and uh, you called it a what, clubhouse? What else did you call it besides library? Uh, it's their library and their studio. Studio. And it's, right. Actually, it's it's, re- it's really small. It used to be a house. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Prob- probably built. I would guess maybe in the mid to late seventies or maybe early eighties. Uh huh. Not very big. It's just uh, small. Got a little small front area for uh-huh. the audience and the studio. Yeah. A little small kitchenette. Yeah. And uh, little back rooms that they've got uh, with a couple couches and chairs for in the yeah. big screen for for the overflow. Mm-hmm. We have quite we have quite a few people show up sometimes. Like uh, a week, not this last Sunday, but the Sunday before, we were packed like sardines in there. Oh, I bet. We had pro- we had we probably we had between fifty and sixty people. Wow. Show up. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna need a bigger place. <laughs> yeah, eventually. Yeah, yeah. I'll give it five or ten years. Yeah. So it's it's nothing like the free free thought hall in uh, uh, Wisconsin for the Freedom from Religion Foundation, huh? No, um, I don't know much <laughs> that about that, nice. but I'm sure it's not. Yeah, yeah it's little, I'd, it's very. Big. I'd say the whole. I'd say say hmm. I'd say between the whole building uh, for the ACA library. Uh, I would guess somewhere in the neighborhood of a thousand square feet, yeah. plus or minus. You know, probably yeah. probably less than that. Modest it's beginnings, a, as it were. Yes, yes. Yeah. But they've been around for twenty years. Wow. Yeah. Okay, I got a question. Okay. Uh, how did you know about the ACA before you um, joined it? Uh, actually, no, I didn't. Uh, I moved. Well, I did and I didn't. I moved to Austin in November of two thousand ten. And it wasn't until, I'd say, 2012, maybe 2013, that I first even heard of the Atheist Experience, you know, which is their flagship show broadcast. Uh-huh. Uh, and 
and I moved into my apartment where I'm at now in 2012, and I knew I knew where the library was, but at that time I just thought it was just a library. I didn't know they had their studio there also. And uh, last September, uh, began, uh, September was the first uh, that I volunteered with the atheist Austin atheist helping the homeless. And that afternoon, I also it was the first time I went up to the ACA library studio to watch the Talk Heathen and Atheist Experience broadcast. And after watching Talk Heathen, I got hooked. It was it's an awesome awesome show. Uh, both show, both shows are call-in shows, and they have more uh, theists uh, calling in than they do atheists. You know, yeah. and uh, it's very good. They you know, have their debates and discussions. Yeah. Well, how do they, they, they try? How do they get their callers? They're not broadcasting on FM or anything, are they? Uh, no, it's uh, YouTube. So it's just they broadcast on yeah. YouTube and then make their presence known week to week, and then people know this, mm -hmm. the program's going to yeah. be there and just call in during the program? Yes. No, oh, that's mm -hmm. lovely. That's great. Yeah. Uh, I, believe they've got, I believe they've got a website for it also, I think, but their main channel is uh, YouTube. They use YouTube. They've got, they actually have about... Oh, eight or nine or so different shows now uh -huh. that they do. They've, they've got you know, Atheist Experience is their first one, uh, their their flagship show, mm -hmm. and then Talk Heathen, uh, which has been around for two years now, just over two years. Uh, they've also got Secular Sexuality, uh, Parenting Beyond Belief, um, Truth Wanted. Truth Wanted! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's, that's How one, much that's do you value good. truth? Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. That's one of their newest uh, shows, and we're shout out to Dan, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, you, yeah. oh, you know Dan then. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, awesome. Cool deal. <laughs> yeah. So, and, uh, so you know a bit about his show already. Then they mm -hmm. seek to talk with people about what they believe and mm -hmm. why they believe it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Matter of fact, since we're talking, we're talking about mm -hmm. callers. Uh, let me give out the calling number if anybody'd like to join the conversation. They can call in at 865-333-5937. That's 333-5937 in Knoxville. Lines open. But, uh, okay, so tell us how you got um, deconverted from religion. I assume that you were raised in a religious household, were you? Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, I was. Actually, I grew up in a Methodist church. Mm -hmm. And uh, I went to, even went to church camp every year, all the way through my senior year of high school. Yeah. And uh, but I had I had doubts, some doubts and questions early on when I was a kid, and I, for, whether it was from the pastor or the youth leader or my mother, uh, I always got pretty much the same answers, non-answers, you know, such as God works in mysterious ways, or who are we to question the Lord, or who right. are we to question the pastor? Yeah. And a, a lot of uh, they didn't really didn't really you know, of course, I didn't answer my questions. But for the most part, when I was younger, I kind of let it go, especially because, you know, this is my mom telling me this, and your parents are supposed sure. to guide you, guide yeah. you right. So you, you tend trust to trust them, your so parents. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Except after that Santa Claus thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I actually busted myself uh, when I was about, oh, let's say, nine or ten years old, maybe, maybe uh -huh. eight. Uh I was bad at going through my mom's closet. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and one uh, one year, I found a few things up in the closet up on the top shelf. Mm -hmm. And then come Christmas, they were under the tree, but they said they were from Santa. Santa Claus. Yeah. Oh yeah. Snap. Well, yeah. and my my dumbass, you know, went. This isn't from Santa. 
I busted myself. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got, in tr- got in a little trouble for that. No. <laughs> but. You killed the golden goose, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But, um, I had a weird experience where I would I didn't have a home that had a chimney, and, you, and as a kid, the only thing you hear when Santa comes down and visits in your chimney. But we had central mm-hmm. heating in our home, mm-hmm. so what I did was I still got presents, but I'm like, obviously this is from Santa, because <laughs> 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 he can't fit through the grate. Mm-hmm. He, <laughs> right. They said they were from the heating and air conditioning company. Is yeah. that right? Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, the, the chimney was a tight fit as it was. The great, you know, HC Zach, great. You know, a little too narrow for him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, after high school, I was mostly out of church. Uh, I was in and out, but mostly out. And about the only times I did go was if it was with a girlfriend I was dating at the time, or a particular, you know, particularly low point in my life where you know where I thought and I was thought that maybe you know god was the answer you know that i was looking for i needed it you know needed yeah. to refine that mm-hmm. relationship with with god yeah give me a sign and, uh, that period right, of time. So, so, right so i was in and out of churches uh often over the years uh but then uh over time of course the, the lingering questions from my youth came back and they only grew deeper and still whenever i asked you know questions from the church, youth from church leadership I still got either non-answers or answers that didn't make a lot of sense. Like, for example, uh, one time I asked a youth leader, I was like, okay, the Bible says, you know, in the Bible says, do not decorate the fir trees with gold and silver as the pagans do. Right. Yet we do, yet we do it every year for Christmas. The Bible says not to. So what's up with that? You know, and his answer was, well, God knows the intentions of our heart. <laughs> yeah, you know, and again, that's you know, to me, that's no, that just that doesn't add up. Right. You know, mm-hmm. that doesn't make any more sense than the non-answers did. Yeah, but it allows yeah. them to ignore the the scriptures that they don't want yeah. to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. You you know what C.S. favorite hobby is, right? Cherry picking. Cherry picking. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They have it down to an art. Mm-hmm. Uh, even even I did for a little while in my younger days. Yeah. I've always but, uh, called the Bible a Rorschach test that it tells you more about uh, the person who's picking the things out of the Bible than it does the Bible oh, itself. Yes. You know, it's, it's a great <laughs> yes. book of multiple choice. Yeah, yeah that's very true. Very yeah. true. Yeah. But uh, something I've re- my last and during my last bout with church. Uh, something I realized, you know, if, well, I wasn't getting the answers I was looking for. So I started researching and studying some on my own, you know, and over time, you know, I came to the, you know, inevitable conclusion that, you know, it was all bullshit, you know, uh-huh. didn't matter which religion it yeah. was. Now, we are you know, going out over the air, so we have to kind of watch oh. our, our language. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> You're right. Uh, my apologies. Sorry. Uh, yeah, it's all it's all baloney. Yeah, there you go. You know. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, something I realized that it wasn't a relationship with God I was looking for. It was a relationship with other people, that community mm-hmm. that they have. Right. And and this is actually something I've posted about before I ever got involved with AC Community Lawson. I posted several times on social media about this that I didn't see enough of community, you know, amongst atheists. You know, sure, there's large groups, and they're here, and there's small groups there. Yeah. But I didn't see a whole lot of networking, a lot of community, you know, solidarity amongst them. I've, you know, seen, as a I've whole. seen attempts to do that, but it hasn't been very successful over time. Yeah, but, uh, right. I'd like to see more of that myself, for sure. Yes, yes, exactly. And uh, 
that I've, I've said something. If you know, if we could come together as a, as a whole, as a community, as the way the churches do. Uh-huh. You know, just think of what we could accomplish. Yeah. You know, you know, uh, and also, uh, I was fussed about that many times, but now that I've been involved with the atheist community of Austin, I'm seeing firsthand that type of community being built. Right. You know? You know, and it's yeah. been in the process of being built for some time now, but even on their show, on Talk Even, they say all the time, you know, we're a community, and even if you don't live here, you know, we're yeah. a community for you, and yeah. so on. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, online compute communities are a new thing since the last 20 years or so, but right. they, they they do get a lot of members, and they get a lot of interaction, and they share a lot of thoughts, so it's, the, it's certainly a valid concept that seems to be working. Right. Right. And it's, it amazes me. I found out uh, just a couple months ago, I was up at the ACA, and I was helping to uh, pack the other newsletters in the envelopes for the mailing out. Uh-huh. And I found, uh, I found out uh, the especially Atheist Experience, they have a worldwide reach that still amazes mm-hmm. me. Yeah. We, uh, the, the ACA has dues-paying members in Russia, in Japan, Germany, wow. all over the world. You know, yeah. I, I was I was I was I was putting addresses on the envelopes, and I came across one. I was like, Russia? We oh, have no. a member in Russia. <laughs> we have a member in Russia. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> they just flabbergasted me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, they've and they're doing a real good job on it. They each each, uh, each Sunday after the AC experience is over, they have an after dinner, uh, after show party, and um, where they and they either uh, order food or they'll have a cookout, and so and that's. One of their, that's one of the areas that they're working on building community, you know. Yeah. And uh, they have they have several other volunteer. They have a Texas ramp volunteer program where they once a month uh, they'll go and they'll build uh, wheelchair accessible ramps for people that need them but can't afford them for their homes. Well, very good. You know. Yeah. So I plan on volunteering with that sometime in the future. And uh, let's see what else do they have going. I can't remember what else they have besides that, but. But yeah, it's it's an awesome thing to be a part of. It's for years, you know. I didn't. I you know, I finally said the ch- shed the chains of religion. I'd say in my mid twenties. Was there yes. a magic mid-20s. bullet or anything that made you push you over the no. edge? No, no, it wasn't. It, it was over time, really. Yeah, it was. That was, it was with me. the lack of answers for church, and then it was the and was and it was what I learned, you know, in doing my own research. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I went through I went through the phase where I called myself spiritual but not religious, you know. And I felt that there was something out there. I just didn't know what it was, you know. Call it God, call it yeah. this, whatever. Or feelings, yeah, just feelings. Yeah, but then, mm-hmm. and, but then I realized later on, you know, that's all that was, was right. feelings, mm-hmm. you know. And related to that was also at the time I was still somewhat uncomfortable with not knowing, not having an answer. And that's the thing many many th- you know, theists have that problem. They're not comfortable with not knowing. Therefore, right. they, therefore they accept this answer that's been yeah. taught to them since they were children. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, the, really, the, I don't know what the best answer. Yeah. What gets me is that, I mean, how many times do you talk to theists online when they keep asking, well, how do you explain this and how do you explain that? It doesn't matter what we say. It doesn't matter what science says. If they make a claim about a God or Jesus or souls or heaven, if they make claims that you're going to hell, that type of thing, they need, they have made a claim that they have shouldered the burden of proof for. They have to, mm-hmm. they have to, those claims have to stand on their own no matter what other people are exactly. claiming. 
And it, right. just, it just gets me that they, they think that since we can't explain where the universe came from, that it automatically makes their answer correct when it doesn't. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Indoctrination, it's, it's, you know, it's, right. it's, heavy, it's a heavy thing. Yeah. I, I, re- I recently learned that indoctrination and brainwashing are both the very first antonym listed for the other when you look them up in a thesaurus. For the other? So they're, they're, they're equally interchangeable. Yeah. Well, what are those again? Give me a two. Uh, indoctrination uh-huh. and brainwashing. The, fir- the first antonym listed for brainwashing is uh-huh. indoctrination oh, and okay. vice versa. Yeah. That seems like it would be a synonym <laughs> instead of an yeah. antonym. Oh, oh, yeah, that's what I meant. I'm, like, I'm sorry. Synonym I meant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I had my, I had my <laughs> words wrong. sense now. <laughs> yes, yes it, yes, it does. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> but, uh, but for years, I was a closet atheist because I only knew two, possibly maybe three other atheists in person. Uh-huh. And then uh, back, let's see, I guess about three years ago now, two and a half, three years ago, when I first joined Facebook and I discovered the atheist groups and I started joining everyone I found. <laughs> Since yeah. then, I've narrowed it back down to, to a shorter list. Yeah. But uh, for the last couple of years, my pretty much from my entire social life and most of my life in general was purely digital. It was online, you know, right. social media. Mm-hmm. You know, that was my social life. Mm-hmm. And then until last September, yeah. when we started volunteering with the Austin Atheist Helping the Homeless and mm-hmm. going up to the broadcast. And I've always been an outsider of sorts in my whole life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, part of that, part of that by choice. Yeah. But you know, for the first time now, since discovering this community and becoming involved with them, it's like I've found home. Yeah. Well, that's you great. Know, I, we need I to found hold. where I fit. I found where I yeah. fit in. Yeah. Very good. Well, hold that thought. We're going to take a mid-show break. Uh, stay All with right. us, and uh, we'll do. we'll uh, we'll come back in probably about five minutes. This is WOZO okay. Radio, 103.9 LPFM, live right here in Knoxville, Tennessee. And we're going to take a short break. Uh, we're going to play a song by Shelly Siegel. It's called Saved. See you in about five.
That's 865-333-5937. And now, back to the show. Okay, and welcome back to Digital Free Thought Radio Hour. This is WOZO Radio 103.9 LPFM, live right here in Knoxville, Tennessee. Today's January 23rd. Um, Let's talk about the free thought groups that you can join right here in Knoxville. First, there's the Atheist Society of Knoxville. Founded in 2002, we're in our 16th year, actually going on our 17th year now. ASK has now over 875 members, nearly 900 members. And you can find us online at knoxvilleatheist.org. Or you can go directly to meetup.com and search for Knoxville Atheist. Heck, just go to Google, type in Knoxville Atheist, you can find us. Also, you can join ASK in person at our weekly meetup, which happens every Tuesday evening at Barley's Tap Room and Pizzeria in the Knoxville Old City, where we get together for food, drink, and conversation. Everyone is welcome. That is, as long as you don't come to preach, proselytize, provoke, or punch. Thank you, Atheist Experience. By the way, if you don't live in Knoxville, you should still go to meetup and search for an atheist group in your town. Don't find one? Start one. Another large free-thinking group here in Knoxville are the Rationalists of East Tennessee. They've been around for more than 20 years. RET has bi-weekly presentations and discussions at the Pellissippi State Campus near Hardin Valley Road. They meet the first and third Sundays in the Goins Administration Building. Just go to rationalist.org and click on Upcoming Events to find out what they're doing. Then there's the Sunday Assembly, which started in England just a few years ago and now is spread across the world. It's a no-God church setting for those who no longer believe in God but still like the fellowship of a church-type gathering. And locally, though, they only meet once a month. It's on the fourth Sunday in the uh, downtown area near the uh, World's Fair site in the International Building. And earlier in the show, we talked about Knoxville's Atheist Call-In TV show. Well, it's called Free Thought Forum, and you can see it every Wednesday between 6.30 and 7.30 on Comcast Channel 12 or Charter Channel 192. Or you can watch it streaming online at ctvnox.org. Also, you can find an archive of some of their shows on YouTube where a fan has been recording and then posting them. Go to YouTube and search for three words, 
Free Thought Forum, Knoxville. Also, if you're interested in getting involved with the TV show or the radio show, just come to the ask or an ask meetup or an RET meeting and talk to us about it. You can be our next co-host or guest. Now back to our, our call. Uh, we have Thomas, um, what was your last name, Tom? Bear. Bear. Like the Bear. I, I keep thinking Bean, but I knew it owned Bean. <laughs> Thomas Bear, and which is our unchained atheist. And then we have Wombat. Are you there with us, Wombat? Yay! <laughs> so welcome back to the show. And uh, if you have uh, comments or questions or just want to get in on the conversation, you can call us at 865-333-5937. Phone line's open. Okay, uh, we played a song by Shelley Siegel there on the break. It was called Saved. And you say that she's going to be coming to Austin here shortly? Yes, next month. Uh, she'll be playing a show on the 14th uh, after a live broadcast of Secular Sexuality, which is one of the broadcasts that the ACA, uh, ACS Community of Austin produces. And then on, uh, that's on the 14th. And mm-hmm. then on the 17th, she'll be at the ACA uh, library slash studio guest appearing on Atheist Experience. Okay, so that's and February. She might be on, she, she, yes, February. Uh-huh. So she might be on Talk Even 2, I'm not sure. So. Okay. Well, real cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it'll, uh, be, it'll be it'll be great to hear meet, meet and hear her. Yeah. And um, also during the break, I believe that Ty, you were talking to him about street epistemology and, and hoping to Ty get together with him about that a little bit later on. Did you have any questions for him on that, or want to talk a little bit about that? I'm sorry, were you asking me? I was asking Ty, but I don't know if he's oh, there. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, uh, it sounded like he was a uh, fan of the show at Trick Wanted. I already invited him to the league. Uh-huh. the league, yeah. great place to learn and practice and critique um, street cosmology because it's still very much a new thing, at least as far as atheists employing it to talk to people at various states and trying to apply it, you know, fairly and with an open mind, with a willingness to grow. So. Mm-hmm. Right. It's cool. just a cool thing to get a lot of feedback yeah. from. from. Do you want to plug your YouTube channel for that, Ty? No, let's focus on our guest, <laughs> Thomas Bear. Let's go. <laughs> All right, thank you. Yeah. Oh, you have any other questions or anything? Yeah. Just uh, put them on the spot there, Ty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we were talking about your deconversion. Uh, you came from Meth- oh, yes. Methodists, yeah. and uh, you asked all kinds of questions and pretty much found your way out of it. About what age were you when that happened? Uh, let's see. I'd say I, I probably fully shed the chains of religion uh, in my, I'd say, mid to late 20s. Maybe, maybe or, I think, I'm trying to think when it was. Uh, like I said, I went through that phase where I, you know, considered myself spiritual but not religious and all. Yeah. You know, so I was still fighting my way out of it at that point. Well, I, I hear that uh, Methodists, or at least locally, they're not a very strict or very controlling church. Was it there where no, you were? No, they're they're pretty laid back. You know, when it comes to see it, yeah, it's not like Jehovah's Witness or something. No, yeah. no, so, not like them. Nothing like Southern Baptists or, yeah. or the evangelicals. Well, did you have any repercussions when you started telling people that you didn't believe anymore? Uh, no, not really. No, no. Uh, like I said, I was a closet atheist for years after that. Yeah. Because I only knew two or three other people, you know, in person that were atheists. And 
it was just it never really came up really wow. and uh, yeah. i was i was with as far as family goes i was adopted and a single parent adoption my adopted mom never married wow. and she died she died in 96 and uh the rest of my adoptive family never really was family to me they never treated me as such yeah and i haven't had any, i haven't had any contact with them since she died yeah and it was after it was after she died that i you know fully you know became an atheist you know mm -hmm. uh, for a long time i didn't even know that word yeah. until yeah well did christians uh, blame you and say that you were blaming god for the death of your mother and that you were just mad at god and that that, no, no, they never did. No, I didn't. I'm, get, I'm very no, didn't surprised. That. Yeah. At that, at, during that time frame, uh, I said I graduated high school in '93, and so I said most of my time after that was spent, you know, out of church than it was in. Uh, and whenever the times where I did go back to church was after uh, my mom had died, you know. So, yeah. so I never, never got, never did have to deal with any of that, luckily. Yeah. So. Well, I was in the closet myself for 30 years uh, from the time I was an atheist, which was like 23, I was 23, this was in 73, and now it's, you know, I didn't come out until like two, 2002, 2001, mm -hmm. so that, that was a long time just to pretend and go along, but uh, right. when I start, get, start coming out, it was, you know, I did get some pushback because... I was doing country western dance on a TV show, and that's a pretty mm -hmm. conservative crowd. Uh, <laughs> right. I think the first person I actually told that I was an atheist, she looked at me and says, "Oh no, you're not." <laughs> I said, oh, okay. All right, <laughs> you, know, you would know. <laughs> so she just couldn't believe that a nice fellow like me was an atheist. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. Uh... I didn't really come, you know, become a, out and, you know, open the atheist until after, you know, being on social media for a little while. You know, yeah. I started started just by, you know, making posts here and there and yeah. sharing the posts of others, you know, mm -hmm. that I came across and other, yeah. like, YouTuber activists and all. Yeah. Were there and books that, that were instrumental in, in your coming out? Or? Actually, no. I haven't. I, I still yet have not uh, actually read any, you know, books along that line, really. Really? Hmm. Yeah. It was a book called... Uh, Demon Haunted World by uh, Carl Sagan mm -hmm. that made me come mm -hmm. out of the closet. That and a couple yeah, other I, things. I read in the article that you sh uh, sent me the link for yeah. about that. Yeah. Uh, actually, there it wasn't, wasn't an atheist book per se. But there was this one book back when I was questioning and you know and researching for myself uh, called Fossilized Customs. I can't. I have no idea who it was by now. I can't remember. But it dealt with a lot of different, you know, uh, mix of theologies and myths and legends uh, and so on and, and customs. And it uh, also dealt with etymology and origin words, you know, and just the origin of where these different customs came from. And so I, I learned a good bit from just from that book and a couple others yeah. that I read around that same time frame. Fossilized how, customs? Yes, yeah, fossilized customs. Hmm. Is the name of the book. Okay. And uh, it, was, it was a very little, small book, actually, uh, not very thick at all. Yeah. But it was packed with packed with information, and that's where I first started, first realized, you know, how all the different religions, you know, all their, you know, the main stories are all based on religions and myths and legends that came before them. Yeah. 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 Just, just like how Christianity is, you know, is taking note, you know, for you know Easter took over, you know, 
Easter and Christmas and added its own thing, you know, to make it a quote unquote Christian holiday. Right. You know, and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, talking about small books that make a big impact. Did you ever read uh, Sam Harris's Letter to a Christian Nation? No, I haven't. Yeah, it's it's only like fifty, sixty pages, uh, but it cool. it makes a, a good impact if you're. If you're a Christian and you're wondering what kind of uh, what kind of harm can Christianity do, you know it it mm-hmm. it, it does bring that home to you. Uh, right. as, you know the price that you pay if you make if you make that your belief system or if right. anybody makes supernatural beliefs part of their worldview. But anyway, I recommend it. Cool. It sounds yeah. good. I used to, I've got a, I've got a list of a couple of books that I want to read that I still haven't gotten around to. I used to read a lot when I was younger. Uh, mostly science fiction, and that's a lot. You know, back in, like R.C. Clark and Asimov. I loved all that kind of stuff when I was yeah. a kid. And but it also kind of learned me because you know, then I grew up and I, you know, you know, this world is far, far cry from the utopian world of the sci-fi that I read as a yeah. youth. Right. You know, and it's like uh, just recently I made I made a post uh, saying that uh, you just think if. You know, all the time and money and effort that we spent, you know, warmongering and fighting each other, you know, was instead diverted, you know, towards, you know, science and, you know, peace, making the world a better place. Right. Just how much, just how much different the world would be, how much of a better place it would be. Yeah. When you um, think of all the thousands of years and billions of dollars or trillions of dollars that, that yes. have been lost and rechanneled yes. into religion and supernatural beliefs. It, it almost mm-hmm. makes you cry. It, you think that we could yeah. have already put global warming behind us if we, if that right. was the case, right? You know, and advanced farther out in space than we have. Right. So. Yeah, there was a saying that I like that I, I read on the internet a little while ago. It says, "If if we hadn't spent all that time and money on religion, um, Columbus could have landed on the moon." <laughs> 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 That is great. Yeah. I love that. That's yeah, true too. <laughs> you consider that how much time and money we put into you know, really good. Um, chasing mm-hmm. divergent or supernatural belief systems. All right. And I, I still, I'm surprised. I still get you know people miss you know. I'm surprised that people you know some theists you know think is atheism as a religion or yeah. a belief system. You know, it's it's not a belief system. Mm-hmm. It's a lack of belief. Yeah. You know and. And I take that you know, one step further as, you know, a skeptic, you know, I apply that to any, you know, and all supernatural claims. You know, right. Of, yeah. So. And I, I think it's a good thing, too, that kids like you did. I, I did, too. I, I was raised to read. A lot of people, you know, my parents asked, showed me books and told me that reading was a good thing and encouraged me. And I read a lot of science fiction, Asimov, Heimlein, mm-hmm. uh, and all of that. Uh, when mm-hmm. I was growing up, and a byproduct of that is you end up being scientifically literate. You get an awful mm-hmm. lot of valid scientific concepts in those science fiction books. Uh, yeah. They take you up to the limits of what we know, and then they push the limits, right. you know, in, in fiction. But they, it still gives you so much good information about our universe and right. and the laws and how they how it all works together. Yeah, it, was it does. Wonderful. And there. I, and there were several uh, of the old science fiction writers that they were scientists. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, uh, and who but, was uh, I think mom, it was Asimov that gave us the 
the concept of interconnected commute computers and uh, scientific calculators well before that they were actually uh, right. real. Yeah, yeah. My uh, Dr. Vaughn, she taught school for 35 years, and so that's uh, why I got, you know, with Chris, you know, got me to read. And uh, when I was, not to brag, but when I was in sixth grade, fifth and sixth grade, I was already reading 10th and 11th grade material. Yeah, yeah. great. And, yeah. On, and that was all directly because my mom pushed me to read and learn. Uh-huh. It's, there's so much out there if you just crack the book. Right. And show, get some uh, get some exposure to it. Right. Um, today's it worries me that today's uh, youth has such a uh, I won't say limited or small, but uh, the direction I'm going, their attention span. You know, if they can't oh. <laughs> if they can't have it like shoveled to them in a in the form of a video, they're just not interested. Uh, right. Yeah. Course, if, it's, if it's long, if it's longer than three minutes, they don't have the time. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> which is but, sad but I don't want to sell uh, a big portion of them short either because they there are uh, a good portion of them that are smart as a whip and ready to work and willing mm-hmm. to do what they need to to uh, you know forward our knowledge right yeah, yeah. and I actually uh, something before, long before I got involved with the ACA uh, started shortly after uh, joining Facebook probably within two maybe three months I started making memes. Yeah. And first, I, first I yeah, started using a, <laughs> use a simple online generator, uh-huh. and from there I progressed to Microsoft Paint. Mm-hmm. And then a friend of mine hooked me up with Photoshop, and yeah. so I started learning Photoshop on yeah. the hands-on. I'm, st- I'm still on the Paint level. I've never never <laughs> gone to the levels, you know, uh, that you can put yeah. in Paint. I mean, in uh, Photoshop, but I, I love yeah. doing it. Love yeah. Oh, it's it's awesome. I, I love doing it too. Mm-hmm. I have I have a blast with it. But uh, I had a few friends tell me that some of my memes would make great shirts. Yeah. And so that's when I that's when I started. Uh, I've got a page for the Element X Designs, which the name for that I actually came up with in high school. Coming out of high school, my dream was to someday, you know, for a career or a job, be involved you know, in art and design uh-huh. one way or another. Hopefully for myself. Yeah. You know, and then after you know quite a bit, many years, you know, life beating me up and having a lot of the ups and many more downs I didn't think that was ever going to happen and but now I've actually been able to check that off my bucket list well very you know, good I actually, yeah I started on my X designs uh, just in January 2017 and then shortly after that I started another page for my atheist apparel Mo- majority of what I design is atheistic in nature yeah. and I've got that's where I came up with the off the chain atheist uh, apparel for that and I've got I've got actually got uh, all total between them all, I've got almost 900 designs now. Wow! So, a lot of them, a lot of them are. There's a few series where, I've, for example, I've got like uh, some uh, acid-washed Einstein, where I took an image of Einstein's face, mm-hmm. and uh, and I I got a series of about 20 of them where I overlay different uh, trippy, you know, psych- psychedelic, you know, colors and layers over his face. So you see the colors, and you can you, you just make out a face. Yeah, uh, and I ca- call it acid-washed Einstein. Cool. So are all <laughs> but, of these uh, available on a T-shirt? If we went to the site and and looked at them and wanted, mm-hmm. we found a, a meme or a picture we liked, we could get it on a T-shirt. A T-shirt, I mean. Uh, I don't know about necessarily on the memes, but I've got quite a few design, uh, designs. I can give you the uh, few you like for. Sure. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, that's think on. Let me. I'll give you the link for my Facebook pages. Okay. 
Okay, the first, uh, first one for the uh, Off the Chain Atheist page is facebook.com slash O-T-C-A T-H-E-I-S-T and that's capital O-T-C-A okay. and the rest is lowercase. Yeah. And my Element X Designs page is Element X Designs 74. Uh, Element X, is that what you said? Yes. Element X Design, design all together? Yes, with an S on the end. Oh, okay. Element X Designs. Okay. I'll shoot, I'll shoot the links over to you through Messenger also once we get done with this. All right. And I'll send you my store links as well. Yeah. I was just trying to get them out there for the audience. Um, I think okay. I, appreciate I, I that. should be able to find them pretty well on the inter- internet myself or Facebook. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I've got, two, I've, uh, got store, uh, online stores through uh, Spreadshirt. And uh, just recently started using Threadless.com, too. They're, both are uh, what they call full f- fulfillment companies. Uh-huh. Uh, they say all I do is I upload my designs, uh, set up my shop, set them up in my shop, and then I do social marketing on them. Uh, they've also got, uh, Spreadshirt also has their own marketplace that uh, my stuff is on, too. So I, I've actually found a few of my designs in Google searches. Oh, really? Yeah, you know, I would do a Google search, yeah. and I'm like, hey, there's one of my designs. Yeah. You've and arrived. It's on their <laughs> and it's all because it's on their marketplace. Sure. But uh, and whenever order, whenever a customer orders something, they print it and they ship it, and they get their chunk first, and the leftover is my yeah. profit. Yeah. I get I get about you know, six something and seven something per shirt. Yeah. So. Well, that's something. Okay. It's it's better yeah. I think than uh, what you get through monetizing YouTube videos. How much <laughs> <laughs> how much would you get mm-hmm. would you get for a view there? But uh, I have no idea. Yeah. I don't either. Uh, but yeah, we've taken off a lot of views to make some money there. Right. I understand. Yeah, I don't have a lot of sales. The last, uh, the last, actually, the last three or four months, I've averaged uh, about three or four sales per month. Oh, good. You know, yeah. So it's not. I'm not. I'm not. I wouldn't even consider myself a small business. Even it's more like a hobby that I make a little bit of change on here mm-hmm. and there. Sure. So keep helps keep me busy some of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you're staying pretty busy. Well, with what you're doing with the Austin Atheists and and uh, yeah, and, more and more so. Right, and the help with the homeless and all that help for the homeless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've got about okay. five minutes left. Uh, anything in particular you want to hit in the remaining time? Uh, well, nothing in particular I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think I think we've covered most everything. I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Ty, do you want to mention your website now or your? Your YouTube channel? No, I think what we should probably do is just say, "Hey, Thomas Fair, keep doing what you're doing. You're doing I, I'm, like it's it's such a great thing to say that we have so many great people willing to, you know, investigate the truth and yeah. have an open mind and, mm-hmm. and appreciate science and advance humanity mm-hmm. and, and humanitarian efforts. Right. I think ACA is a great organization and. Uh, if anyone who's curious about the area or or is in the Austin area and is curious about like as you were like what this library is all about, I think they should check it out. Right. Is there anything that you'd like to plug about the ACA or how other people can get involved as well? Uh, yeah, actually, sure. Uh, they uh, you can find they've got a website, and so let me get in front of the computer so I can give it to you exactly what their website is. Okay, uh, the ACA's website is atheist. Dash community 
Atheistvideos.org. We should mention that there's like 20 years of atheist videos on there, uh, on yeah, that site, yeah. if, if people would like to view them. That's a great resource. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all of it, you can find out pretty much, I think, just about everything you need to know about them. They've yeah. got a uh, section for flagship, their flagship activities, the calendar and events, uh, how you can volunteer opportunities, and, mm-hmm. and about section, of course. Mm-hmm. You know. How to find them, how to join the group, right. where their happy yeah, hours are being held. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, we kind of have a happy hour of sorts, mm-hmm. <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. So, but, uh, and if anybody's interested in, you know, again, my name is Thomas Bear, B E A R, just like the animal. Uh-huh. If you want, you can look me up on Facebook. Uh, I'm also on Twitter as ElementX74 uh, is my Twitter handle. Element X seventy four. Yes. Okay. It sounded like you said Animal X, and I just wanted to repeat it. Oh, <laughs> no. yeah. Oh, oh, that was one I was going to mention earlier. Mm-hmm. The whole the whole Element X designs. Okay. The, the way I came up with that name, uh, the X stands for expression, because every art form and every uh, even even furniture design, anything that's created, you know, designed is both an expression of the per- of its creator, the person that designed it and made it, and it's also an expression of whoever chooses it, you know, to purchase uh-huh. their home to display or to wear if it's clothing. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and that's where I came up with the Elmer X. Yeah, mm, sounds uh, right. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess we're getting pretty close to the end. Um, uh-huh. Let's see. Remember, uh, if anybody wanted to like to join the join us for the Atheist Society of Knoxville for our meetup, uh, it's every uh, Tuesday evening at Barley's Tap Room and Pizzeria in Knoxville's Old City. We get together for food, drink, and conversation. And uh, I guess the last thing, um, any last words, y'all? Oh, oh, I just had one question. Uh-huh. Uh, I had a couple of people that said they weren't going to be able to listen into the show at the time that it was on yeah and they were wondering where they could find it you know afterwards will oh. it be art how soon will it be archived okay it'll be archived it's, to your blog right yeah it's on my blog which is digital free thought uh mm-hmm. dot or dot com go on yeah. when, you, when you go in there click on the blog button and then okay. on the su- subsequent menu you click on podcast we also okay. they will also be available on itunes and on Stitcher as a podcast. Okay, awesome. Uh, that is if yeah. it recorded okay. I set it up to record. <laughs> sometimes it records, sometimes it doesn't. But we'll cool. see when we get home. Cool. All right, okay. well, I'll definitely plug that out there. I'll yeah. put out that, that out there, share to my friends so yeah. they can listen. And I also plug your, plug your show. Sure. Maybe you can get some other, other online listeners. Right. Last words, Ty? No words, but the only words which are... Love everybody and love yourself. That sounds <laughs> right, good. Awesome. Be your own right best on. friend. It's important. Right. And, and uh, I'll have one let Uh huh, go ahead. When, as uh, as Eric and Jamie from Talk Heathen say at the end of every one of their broadcasts, uh, for those about you uh, those out there that are non believers as us, there's a community, you know, even if it's just online. Uh, and for those that are believers we don't hate you. We just think you're wrong. That's right. And we're just trying to make a better world just like you are. Exactly. Well, anyway, the thank you both for, for joining me on the show tonight. I hope you'll tune in next week. Uh, Ty will probably come back. And, of course, uh, Thomas Berry, you're welcome to call back in anytime you want to and add All to right, the conversation. Sure. 
And for the general audience, remember, don't worry about going to hell. Everybody's going to somebody else's hell anyway. So (laughs) we'll see you next week. Uh, This is Doubter 5 and Ty and Thomas. We'll see you next week. Take care. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Awesome. Digital Free Thought Radio Hour. Sexy